Hi there. Hey, my name is Christopher Perry. I am the commissioner of the Western Collegiate Hockey League. This is episode 418 of the WCHL podcast, and I've just waken up from a like a three-day-long turkey sleep, Andrew. Um, Thanksgiving really got to me. I ate a lot, and I just went to bed, and I just now woke up. Well, how about that? That's the voice of my very best friend in all the world, Andrew Majorkirth, my partner in crime. Andrew, are you ready to do a podcast? Are you ready to get back I- on the horse and... I am, I am ready to get back in the swing of hockey here. Let's do it. All right, hold on. Let's hear a crunchy guitar, and we'll talk about some games. Andrew, I was full of tryptophan. That's the... That's the thing in Turkey that puts you to sleep. I, on the other hand, did not have any turkey for Thanksgiving, so I did not have to fall into that coma. You've been wired for uh, the last four or five days, huh? I have been. You know, back I when know. I was a, a younger, dumb lawyer, um, <laughs> just getting my start, I had uh, I was involved in a case, and I did an awful lot of research on something called L-tryptophan, and it was like a, um, a synthetic thing that would act in the same thing as tryptophan and boy i i had no clue that i got a huh. i got a uh, an early 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 uh, very young um education if you will on tryptophan and how it puts you to sleep and the synthetic huh. stuff how about, and, how about that oh yeah here i am a dumb you know uh, uh law school graduate calling the centers for disease control to talk about l-tryptophan <laughs> yeah oh, and then the, the the sad thing was like the guy who i talked to one day um, I, I see him, uh, like the very next day he's on the telephone and he's, uh, I, not on the telephone. He's on the radio. I'm not even saying that he's on the, um, television and he's talking about like the latest Ebola outbreak. And I'm like, geez, I was just talking <laughs> to this guy yesterday about going to sleep, be, and, being full of Turkey. And he, and he never even gave me a heads up. No, no. He's dealing with some serious stuff. Never mind this going to sleep for Turkey business. They, uh, yeah, how about that? No, no turkey here, so I've been absolutely cutting like a diamond for the past four or five days here. <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah. You are too much. Andrew, this is the last weekend. We didn't have any games because it was the Thanksgiving break. I was asleep. You were cutting like a diamond. Yep. Um, all the boys went home to see their mom and their dad and um, uh, see their families and study and do their last-minute papers. Um, so now we're, this is the last run basically of the, um, of the fall 2019 semester. After this week, there are no more hockey games for teams in the WCHL. It's kind of, I don't know, bittersweet, sad. It's hard to believe the midway point of the season is already here. It's crazy, right? It seems like just the other, just yesterday we were talking, we were three weeks out, two weeks out, and then a week out from hockey season starting. And now here we are, we're. Uh, the weekend is upon us that uh for the last semester here so it's crazy how quick it went it's crazy that's right so this week is well i don't know i i I guess for the for the two schools here locally to where we are central oklahoma and oklahoma it's dead week or no no no, it's coming up on dead week coming up on dead week yep coming up on dead week i think uh up at uh, the fort collins it's coming up on dead week as well so, all right, so we get a week worth of school. We're in the middle of that. Next week is dead week. Week after that will be finals. 
And so we only have one more week of games, and most of the games are w- will have an impact on the WCHL, except for one series. Yep, everything but the Missouri State series. There you go. So let's start there on Friday and Saturday. The Maryville Saints from St. Louis are going to drive down I-44 to Springfield, Missouri, to the Jordan Valley Ice Park and play the Missouri State Ice Bears on Friday and Saturday. Now, i got to warn you, Andrew, I'm uh, the commissioner not only for the Western Collegiate League, but also for Midwest College Hockey, which is a new conference that started this year in which Maryville is a member. So go easy on them. So, you, yeah, you've got you've got a fine line to toe here, don't you? No, not really. It's a WCHL podcast. So, you know. We don't want you to, we don't want you to get in trouble with any of those fine folks over there. I, I've already gotten in trouble for being on being on a uh, a broadcast with Missouri State, <laughs> and I I mistakenly uh, not mistakenly um, I uh, humorously what do you call it facetiously um, I referred to it as the A conference and the B conference, and yeah. you know, and so I got a phone call from. The head coach at Maryville University, John Hogan, a former University of Arizona Wildcat, who uh, lit me up about the B conference. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah. he is he is something else. He got me. He got me. I did it. I confess my sin. Nah, you know it. Probably didn't mean it the way it came across, right? Well, I didn't mean any. uh, I didn't. No, no. No, no harm, right? Well, yeah, it didn't mean any disrespect. It was just, yeah. you know, I've got two conferences, A and B, yeah. one and two. Yeah, yeah. One, one two, that I've been dealing B. with for seven years, one of which is in its first year. So, uh, anyways. Yeah. So, all right, well, so I... Mar- Maryville at Missouri State. Um, Andrew, go ahead and give us some predictions. Well, so I think, you know, Missouri State has been playing some good hockey of late. They, uh. They kind of got snake bit by Arizona State when you were up there, wasn't it? When they came back from the last four minutes and won the game on them. That's right. But they, Missouri State's been playing some decent hockey, and I think uh, Coach Hogan and the Maryville Saints are driving into the Lions' den. I think they're gonna. I think Missouri State is gonna take two of them from them. They're gonna drive into the Bears' den. Come on, the not Bears the Lions' den. den. Yeah, get <laughs> with it, Andrew. They're not the Missouri State Lions. What uh, was it you called them? What I, was it you called them at the beginning of the season? I called them the Tigers, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think Missouri State's been playing some good hockey lately here and and I think it's going to continue and the uh we've seen Maryville play and they're a good little good little hard working team but a little little lacking in the talent department, so yeah, yeah. They this is their second year of existence. Uh, Maryville played as a as a Division two team last year, and they're playing now as a uh, first year Division one team. Um, so yeah, they've got some uh, Division one talent, but um, they don't have the depth. Is uh, yeah, the depth is yeah. That's that, the that's the big part of it, isn't it? Isn't it? We're finding that out mostly from uh, especially when we talk to the, the on the player interviews, you know, like we did uh, the other day with Liam Millar. He mentioned one of the biggest things that he's noticed is uh, just the the depth. At division yeah. at Division One, you've got four pretty good lines, whereas at Division Two, Division Three, you've got one line, maybe two. Yeah, maybe one, one and a half, two lines. Yeah. Right it's, now, right now, Maryville, I think, has one and a half. Yeah, and the thing, Maryville, you know, I I don't remember what the kid's name is, but they've got that uh, stud goaltender, Aaron Romerol. Romerol, yeah, I knew it was something. I knew it was a funny last name, but you know, he stood on his head. We watched him play UCO that night, and it was he took him late into the third before he gave up some goals, and he just got gassed. Yep. 
And then he, you know, he played, I think he played that Friday night versus OU and, and kind of played them the same way, played them late into the third period before he got gassed and OU put some points up on him. You are so, correct. Yep. So Maryville does bring a good little goaltender to the, to the weekend here. Well, and they've, um, I, I forget the kid's name, uh, the backup goaltender that's about eight foot three for Maryville. Yeah, he's, he's huge. Eddie, Eddie something is Eddie. I, I don't know. Eddie, Eddie, the huge goal backup goaltender. <laughs> yeah, he's a freshman. Um, he's been playing a lot of, recently of late, and he's developing into a pretty good little goaltender as well. So, you know, Missouri State's going to have to work to beat him. There's no yeah, doubt. You're gonna show up. Yeah, you're going to show up. And we've talked about that before, right? You, well, anybody that we're playing in the Western Collegiate League, you got to show up and take them serious. Yep, yep. But I, I agree with you. Missouri State should take two. I think so, too. So, see, I, I, this isn't the MCH podcast, so I can say that. <laughs> there you go. And if Coach Hogan's listening, I'm sorry, pal. Yeah, you know if the if the if the commissioner of that other league was had any had any, had any grit to him, he would have a podcast on that league also. Yeah, that guy, he's a loser. Yeah, uh, you know, he's a loser. Yeah. All, no, right. All right, you can only play at the cards that are dealt, right? <laughs> That's unfortunately true, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what can you do? Yeah. Oh boy. You can, uh, someone, someone said you can take a turd and paint it yellow and call it a banana. It still tastes like, you know what? <laughs> yep. There's so, no doubt. Yep. You can call that guy, whatever you want. He's still a turd. Um, all righty. Hey, uh, back to the WCHL. So those, um, the Missouri state Maryville, those will be the only non-conference games this weekend. And, uh, you know, let's be honest. The only reason Maryville is playing Missouri state is because Arkansas left the conference, uh, uh after the schedule had already been set. Yeah. This would normally have been a rivalry weekend all the way around within the WCHL, and Arkansas would have been at Missouri State. But uh, they uh, decided to focus on Division Three, and they're doing very well at Division Three, sandbagging with a bunch of Division One players. But um, So that's why Maryville's in town. But in the other uh, three, in the Arizonas, the Oklahomas and the Colorados, that's rivalry weekend. And they're so all on, at it. Yep, Friday night we have Colorado State at Colorado, the Rams will head down I-25 to take on the Buffs at the CU Rec Center. This is, they're supposed to play uh, four games against your travel partner, um, but um, for reasons that, um, well, just, was, you know, we don't need to go into it other than to say that uh, this semester CSU will be playing at CU just the one time, and then next semester um, CU and CSU will be playing twice. They'll be doing a home and home. So once at Epic and once uh, at the Boulder Rec Center. Yeah. They just, good. yeah, yeah. I, I can tell you what what happened. The um, they usually try to play a game at the Pepsi Center, um, with the uh, where the Colorado Avalanche play, and they just couldn't make it work this year. And that that would have been they they alternate the home games. CU one year, CSU the the uh, other year. This yeah, was CSU's would... year to be the home team and. They just uh, weren't able to connect with the Avalanche and land on a uh, and land on a date that would work for them, uh, or for, that would work for both CU and CSU. So uh, they had to give up that date, and uh, so here we are. We only have uh, three uh, intra-state games amongst travel partners, and they're only playing the once this semester. That was a convoluted way of saying instead of playing four, they're only playing three. Sorry, only playing three. Yep. CSU at CU, Andrew. What do you think? I am I am taking the Rams on this one. Really? Come on! It's a CU home game. It's a rivalry home game. CU hasn't won but one game all season long. 
Uh, I know, but I think rivalry game. Our, our, we we talk about him all the time. Our boy Joe Morgan. I think he'll be up for it. And yeah, I think CSU will will take this one. All righty. So Andrew's going. I'm going to write all this down so that next time here we go on Mo State, Mo State, and CSU. All right. So you're saying Joe Morgan is going to uh, outduel the rest of the Buffs? Yep. He's going to outduel. He's going to outduel them, and I think CSU takes this one. All right. All right. Hey, fair enough. Let's. Uh, I hope you know that they had a gigantic snowstorm up there over the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, Boulder, I believe, got like uh, 18 inches of snow, if not more. I know that Fort oh. Collins got 16 and a half inches of snow all in like a 24-hour period. Oh. Yep. And so when school started, and, and it just, I think, let's see, we're taping this podcast on a Tuesday night. Um, so uh, I think when school started up again yesterday was the first day that it had gotten over freezing. Uh, since the Thanksgiving break. So the sun finally came out and melted some of the snow away. So instead that's, of 18 inches laying around, there was only like 12 inches laying around. That's that's brutal. Yeah. yeah. And we're, we're down here still running around in shorts. <laughs> it was 60-something, 60 68 today, right? Yeah, yeah, running around in shorts and T-shirts. How about that? Yikes, yikes. All right, so Andrew's prediction, Colorado State travels and the Rams beat the Buffaloes yep. in the Rocky Mountain Showdown, game number one. All right, uh, down here on the Flatlands, we have uh, uh, Andrew's Oklahoma Sooners against uh, the UCO Broncos. They'll play a home-and-home series on Thursday and Friday. Andrew, would you like to tell the people why the game is on Thursday and not Saturday? Well, we were going to play Friday, Saturday, and then our wonderful football team that always makes the Big 12 championship we didn't want to compete with that, so we moved our hockey game to Thursday so that our fans and our players and everybody could partake in the Big 12 championship hockey, or football game. Uh, and it just so happened we're going to have to partake in that again this year. <laughs> this was actually, the move was done months ago, uh, yep. back in September, but uh, it, was, it was like the light dawned on the, the folks at uh, the Blazers yep. Ice Center. Yeah, the, the powers that be. The powers that be. Um, and you happen to be one of those powers, thank you very much, that, uh, yeah. that said, hey, wait a second. You kind of scratched your head and said, wait a second. We're going to have a championship football game possibly coinciding with our most popular home game over the semester. Hmm, what should we do? Yeah, no, no brainer. All right, so UCO will come down to play OU on Thursday night. That's an 8 o'clock start and probably really going to be like an 8.30 start, knowing the way the rink yeah. operates. Yeah, 30, 8.45, somewhere along mm-hmm. in there. And then on <laughs> Friday night, Oklahoma heads up to the Bronco Barn. I saw where they're going to hand out free T-shirts to the first 200 fans. It's going to be a whiteout at the uh, Arctic Edge Ice Arena. Yeah. For, uh, so that, that's, that looks like a lot of fun. And what's up with that? They've got Boomer written across the front of them. No, they didn't say Boomer. It says OK Boomer. And it has it has Buddy Bronco dabbing, and it has both the the outlines of both of their national championships. All, uh, I, trophies. all, I, all I saw was Boomer across the front of that thing. So that's, <laughs> that's all I saw. I just saw I just saw a big middle finger. I thought it was great. <laughs> I remember yeah, I remember years ago. Um, in fact, I think I still have one of these shirts laying around the house. I know my wife does. Um, when. I had a, a hand in the uh, OU program. We played a, a game on uh, Valentine's Day. at It was the UCO at Oklahoma game. 
and we gave away free T-shirts to all the Oklahoma fans, and it we, we called it the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Yep, I remember that. Yep, and uh, it was kind of funny because, you know, we gave out those, we, I don't know, we had 500, maybe 1,000 shirts. We had a bunch of shirts. And uh, sure enough, you know, Oklahoma wins the game, and uh, and then we walk out. I remember walking out to the car after the game, and there was a uh, an OU, one of those free OU shirts that had just been torn all the heck. And I figured that was <laughs> some poor UCO yeah. fan had grabbed yeah, it and got didn't the, appreciate got hands it. On it. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, but since since then the tables had turned, and uh, UCO's gotten the better end of uh, OU these past couple of years. So, uh, all right, Andrew, get your pom poms out. Yeah, and, give, give us give us some boomer sooner here. Oh here, oh hey, yeah, that's right. Let me let me get you some uh, some boomer sooner. Let's see if I can't. You know, I got to work this this silly thing here. So, yeah. oh, let's see here. <laughs> All right, there you go. There's some boomer sooner just for you. So, uh, sock it to us. All right, I think UCO at OU on Thursday. I think UCO takes it on Thursday. No. Oh, yeah. You were going to get in so much trouble, Andrew. Uh, I don't care what those guys say. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So UCO on Thursday at the Oklahoma rink, at Andrew's rink. Yep. I think UCO takes it. All right. Friday night? Friday night at the Bronco Barn. I think UCO takes it again. Ooh, a sweep. That's what I think. Andrew, what is going on here? Are you – did you – are you – you said you're not turkeyed out, but did you hit your head or something over the Thanksgiving weekend? What happened? No, I've been I've been cutting like a diamond. <laughs> yeah, I, with your with the with the top of your head or what? Come on, maybe, maybe. <laughs> UCO both nights. Now traditionally, and it's kind of funny how this works. UCO always plays really really well at Oklahoma's rink, and Oklahoma yep. always plays really really always. well at UCO's rink. They do, yeah. It's weird, right? Yeah, and that's that, that's where I thought you were going with this. Yeah, and uh, it's easier to play on the road, though. So, I, but yeah, I think UCO grabs two. Wow! All right. Well, hey, just uh, uh, for all those uh, people that think the WCHL podcast hates Oklahoma, um, and that's really the folks in the Oklahoma um, uh, hockey program that think that. Um, <laughs> let the record reflect that was not my pick. I did not make any pick. I'm I'm staying neutral. And um, I just hope it's two great games and nobody gets hurt. Um, but th- those picks were Andrew. So send all your uh, hate mail and love tweets to um, cutting like a diamond at wchlpodcast.com. Yeah, I think, but I think there's a growing trend here where you keep every week. It's like you're saying, like, oh, hey, by the way, this isn't me on this, on this end of the deal here. Well, you know why? It's because I've I've hey. been. I, I feel bad. I've I've I'm in I've been shell shocked here with these accusations of uh, uh, negative bias against a one particular they, program. Uh, yeah, all no, the gotta, all the whining has gotten to me. Yeah, I think I think it's starting to show through that uh, maybe it is kind of you playing the strings back here on the backside and like, hey, you should pick UCO twice here on the on the podcast and all that. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm, but I'm glad you brought the. I'm glad you brought the accusations up. Oh yeah. Oh, oh boy. Here we well, go. Well, because no, I'd kind of forgotten about it a little bit. And, oh jeez. Uh, so, because you know, I had a couple of days off from work. So yeah. I was back yesterday and today, and I hadn't really worked on spreading the rumor of uh, the commissioner hating OU hockey. Oh jeez. So I got to get back on that train tomorrow. I'm gonna work <laughs> on that hard. <laughs> You're too much. You're too much. Gosh. 
Uh, all right. Well, hey, let's move on. The last set of games here for the weekend are out in the desert. Arizona State travels down I-10 to the Tucson Convention Center to take on Arizona. This is the um, – they play a total of eight times this season. Uh, the first two times, the first two games were at Oceanside up in Tempe. The next six are down in Tucson, and they've already played one of those series down in Tucson. And those were non-conference games, but these coming up, these are conference games. So these will count in the standings. Andrew, sock it to me. Arizona I, State uh, at Arizona Friday and Saturday. You know what? I think that they're going to go for, I was, I was kind of torn on this, but I think they're going to go for a split. Really? I think I was kind of torn here. I thought about it for a lot, but I think, yeah, I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see a split here. All right, you care to uh, uh, take a guess as to which who's gonna win when or who's gonna win when? Um, you know, what? I think Arizona's gonna pull it out Friday night. I think they've got some. I think they got some stuff to play for, and then right. I think. Arizona State gets them back on Saturday. The only reason I say that, Andrew, is because the Arizona State uh, team, I know that they do listen, and you've apparently been very spot on with your predictions of late. And uh, so they don't really, now that you've proclaimed it as that it's going to happen, they don't even need to show up because Kismet, right. Kismet will take over. Andrew has spoken. And, that's right. You know, this is how it's going to be. So it is said, right. so it shall be done. There you go. That's a smart group of kids out there. <laughs> well, I don't know. They're listening to our podcast. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they should yeah, be she's... studying. Yeah, I can think of a lot of things to do. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> we don't. Let's not go there. <laughs> degenerate like that. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, those games will have uh, so the Colorado uh, at uh, I can't even talk now. You got me bum puzzled. <laughs> uh, the Colorado State at Colorado game, the two uh, Oklahoma games, and the two Arizona games. Um, I should say the two games involving the Oklahoma teams and the two games involving the Arizona teams. That's more proper grammar. Uh, more proper. Here, listen to me. I'm still kind of in that turkey sleep. Yeah, uh, all sure. all five of those games will have a. Uh, definite impact on the WCHL standings. And uh, the WCHL standings are still the same. Arizona is still in first place. Oklahoma's in second. Arizona State's in third. Central's in fourth. Missouri State is in fifth. Colorado State's sixth. Colorado is in seventh place. Um, let's see here. Arizona, this is courtesy of the um, Wizard. All hat, no cape. Former Arizona fan. Well, I shouldn't say former. Uh, former uh, Tucson resident, now living in Ohio, a current Arizona fan. He has informed me that the earliest, he's, he's a math whiz, Andrew. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. You know, I, I, I can barely get two plus two equals four. I hear that all the time now on uh, the Communist News Network and all that kind of stuff. Well, you know, these, these new things, two plus two equals four. It's apparently a big thing going on in Washington these days. We, uh, I can we, barely you, figure that out. Yeah, and you and I, we'd be sitting around with our crayons trying to figure this one out. Oh, yeah. I'd have my shoes off, trying to count my toes, <laughs> trying to figure stuff out. Exactly. Exactly. Then, yeah. Um, but the, the wizard, the math wizard himself, says that Arizona can clinch, the earliest that Arizona can clinch their repeat of the WCHL ch uh, regular season championship is in the next four games. And he says Arizona can clinch it if they win their next four games and Oklahoma loses three times, UCO loses twice, 
and Colorado State loses once. If all those things happen in the next four games that Arizona plays, then the earliest that Arizona could clinch would be January the 23rd. I believe they're going to be at Colorado on that weekend. So, uh, anyway, something that I guess we, we should get down to a magic number here pretty soon. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Now, 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 I hope for mass confusion and chaos and nothing against the Arizona boys, but I'd like to see it go a little later, you know, into February, maybe beginning of March, before we see who's going to win this thing, but... Yeah. 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 But I, I like to see I like to see carnage and, and mass chaos and all of that. So, you know, kind of <laughs> kinda of, kind of sadistic in that right there in you that go. realm. There's the true Andrew. That's the Andrew that I know and love right there. Yeah. <laughs> <The> sadist. <laughs> yeah. Uh well I I you know, I I could barely read that after he he sent that to me. So let alone understand it or try to figure out how we how we got to that calculation. I don't know how we did it. But I'm going to take it as I take it as the gospel because he's almost never wrong. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, and I uh, so, uh, anyways, that's kind of interesting. Hey, I got an interesting thing for you here before we go to a quick break. Um, do you care to guess how many goals have been scored so far in WCHL games? Hmm. Just to just to guess, and I'll, I'll tell you oh. that we've played. Uh, I don't know how many games. Let's see here: one, two, three, four, five. I don't know. There's 11, 11, 11, 8, 8, 12, and 10. So let's say there's probably been 44 games played uh, total. Well, let's say 50 games played total. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 176 goals for. Whoa. You are so close. You are so close. You're only off by um, 64. Um, yeah. Wow. We've there's been a total of 230 goals scored uh, so far the, in this WCHL season, and that's not that's going into this last weekend of play here in the fall. So that's that's some high scoring. Who, which yeah. team do you think has scored the most goals? Uh, oh, come on, you're, you're cheating now. I know you're you're trying to Google or something. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna say, oh, sheesh, I don't know. It's got to be one of the Arizonas. Really? I would think so, yeah. So there's, mm-hmm. Colorado's, they're not, we talk about that all the time. They don't, there's not much offense there. They, uh, Usually, I'll give, I'll give you a hint. Usually, the at the top of the standings, they have the uh, highest goals scored for and the lowest goals scored against. They, uh, well, it can't be UCO. And <laughs> why do you say? Ah, just just guessing. All right, all right. Well, here let's. Uh, I don't want to hold you in suspense for uh, you know a couple of hours. So um, <laughs> you, you are you are semi correct. It is Arizona State by a hair. They have scored forty eight goals so far in thirteen WCHL league games. Um, and right behind them is UCO. They've scored forty seven goals in thirteen conference games. Hmm. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. There you go. And then you've got a little cluster. Um, we've got a little cluster right after that because you've got um, uh, Arizona has scored 37, uh, Missouri State has scored 36, and Oklahoma scored 34. So you've got, and let's see, that's uh, those are in like 10 and 11 games. Oklahoma scored 34 and 10 games. Uh, yeah. Arizona is 37 and 11, and uh, Missouri State is 36 and 11. 
And then um, uh, the two Colorado teams, uh, Colorado State's only scored 13 game, uh, thirteen goals in eight conference games, so low-scoring affairs there. And Colorado's only scored uh, 15 goals in eight games. So, all right, so right. that's – that's interesting. Yeah, that's – that's the highest goals. For. Who's the who's the lowest? What's the high? Oh, the lowest goals against. Who's allowed the least amount of conference goals? Uh, that's got to be uh, Anthony Churro out there at U of A. Yep, yep. There you go. They've only allowed seventeen goals. The U of A has, so uh, that's yeah, why they're well, at the top. And Oklahoma's uh, comes in next with twenty five. That's your team. Here we should yep. shake your pom poms there, Andrew. Oh yeah, give us some boomer sooner there. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the next one. Um, you would think would be uh, uh, would would be either UCO or Arizona State, but it's not Andrew. It's uh, Colorado State. They've only allowed, allowed twenty seven goals. Yeah, so we'll see. We've we've been pretty spot on with uh, our goaltenders and talking about them. Yeah. And then after that, you've got uh, Arizona State and Colorado tied at uh, thirty eight goals allowed, and then uh, Central Oklahoma has uh, allowed forty two goals. So the second most, they have the second most goals for and the second most goals against Central Oklahoma is. So they're staying consistent. And then uh, Missouri State has allowed the most goals, uh, 43 in the uh, in the season so far in 11 games. So, yeah, 230 goals total scored. I always like to keep track of that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, you really sounded, yeah, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, hey, let's, uh, I'm up for an intermission break. You ready to do that? I'm in. All right, hold on for a second. Uh, But hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. There we go, Andrew. I had to use up all that's, those buttons. That's a good tune right there. Yeah, it is a good tune. That is a good tune. Yeah. Hey, we had no new games or no games over the uh, Thanksgiving break, at least in the WCHL. I think there was one game on a Tuesday night in the ACHA. Um, so there was only one game on Thanksgiving week, and it was like some Michigan teams were playing one another. Yeah. Um, yeah, good yeah. little good little break to let the boys recharge the batteries going into rivalry weekend. Here. There you go. Yep. So no games, uh, which meant no new computer ranking was issued on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So um, we skipped that week, and um, what that means is that um, in the in the Western Collegiate League, everybody's kind of stayed put. The Arizona Wildcats are still ranked number five. Um, Central Oklahoma is still number eight. Oklahoma is number 12, Arizona State is 15, Missouri State is 22, and then just outside the uh, top 25, uh, Colorado State is 31, and Colorado is 44. So, um, uh, yeah, so I think that's kind of kind of interesting. I, I'll tell you this, Andrew, and this is uh, 100% unofficial, but that one game that those two Michigan teams played, yep. it affected the these computer rankings, and it moved it on a very unofficially i believe it moved arizona into the number four spot temporarily 
So if, really? if there were a computer ranking last weekend or this past week, it, I'm, I'm, I'm led to believe very unofficially that Arizona would have moved up a spot. Wow. How about that? That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of wild. So, yeah. 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 So uh, what that means is that um, uh, this weekend, the uh, matchups are going to be five versus 15, the, the two Arizonas, Arizona five, Arizona state 15, uh, Oklahoma is 12 playing number eight, central Oklahoma. And then uh, 31 and 44 are going to face off in Colorado and Colorado state. And then uh, we talked to Maryville and Missouri state, Missouri state's 22. Maryville is number 46. So I think we're going to, I think we're going to see some good hockey games this weekend. I hope so. I hope so. That's that surely you know is the, the intent. You know the the Arizona's they haven't disappointed so far in their games this season, and uh, we're going to see the Oklahoma's go at it for the first time this season, and I don't think that's going to disappoint either. No, nope. It's usually pretty intense. Pretty yeah, intense. Good, intense physical games, and yeah, I, I suspect we're going to see some good ones this weekend. Are you running the microphone at the Oklahoma games? You know what? I am playing music. On Thursday night for the Oklahoma games, I have got the longtime announcer for the professional team here in the city coming to do the PA for me. Really? Oh, super, so, super duper. Yeah. Yeah. So the, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Big Ben Buckland is going to be in the house, huh? Benny B is going to be there. Benny B. <laughs> I love it. It, it is going to, it is going to be a good time. We'll have to get him on the WCHL podcast somehow, some way. Yeah. He, he's, he's, pretty, he's good stuff. Benny B. Hey, um, uh, you got anything else you want to talk about? You know what? The, uh, heading into the holiday season here, and uh, no, we've got some we got some unfortunate news out of the Arizonas. Yep. The uh, the passing of of Tim Gasson. He was the media relations for the University of Arizona Wildcat hockey program there, and he I know he did a lot of a lot for the hockey community in the area out there, not only with the Wildcats, but with the AHL team and, and so forth, so on. And, you know, just want to send our, everybody out there, we just want to send our thoughts and prayers and condolences um, to you guys out there if you're listening. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully you guys can hold your heads high and, and play a good game Friday night for Tim out there. He, um, Tim was, uh, Tim had been hospitalized for, uh, um, for a lot of the time in November, uh, I think he called some games in the first week or two of November, and then uh, he was hospitalized with uh, something happened. I don't know what it was, and it doesn't really matter. Um, but uh, he had uh, heart surgery on the uh, Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and um, unfortunately he passed away on the Friday after Thanksgiving. Um, he was 57 years old. And uh, Tim, he was the media director and the radio announcer, as Andrew said, for uh, Arizona Wildcats hockey. And he was also um, the founder. You'll, you'll get a kick out of this, Andrew. He was the founder and lead singer of the acclaimed garage band, a fuzz band, the Marshmallow Overcoat was the name of <laughs> Tim's band. And, and Tim wasn't known as Tim. He was in the Marshmallow Overcoat. He was the lead singer, but he went by the name Randy Love. Randy Love. <laughs> How about that? That's a good one. That's uh, that's pretty slick. Um, he he studied film and journalism at both Arizona and also at Arizona at Ohio State. So uh, he was a Buckeye fan, and uh, he covered uh, hockey for the Arizona Daily Star, the uh, newspaper down there in Tucson. And he was the president 
of the, um, in addition to his work for U of A hockey and in addition to his work with the Tucson Roadrunners, he was the president of the World Hockey Association Hall of Fame. So uh, he passed away. And you know what, Andrew? Here, I think I have a little something here. This is going to be, just indulge me here for a quick second. This is a minute long. This is from uh, News 4 Tucson, KVOA TV. This is their uh, little tribute and broadcast to, uh, to Tim. So hold on. No call. Play continues on. Here's an open net. And there's a chance scores. Arizona shoots and scores. Open net goal by the Arizona Wildcats puts away the Sun Devils. And we are saddened once again here in Tucson Sports. Local hockey enthusiast and the voice of Arizona Wildcat hockey, Tim Gasson, has died after a brief illness. That call of the victory over the Sun Devils was from just earlier this month. Gasson worked as an analyst for the Roadrunners as well during their first season. He was a musician. He was also an author, but it was such a pleasure for me to work with Tim doing what he loved most, calling hockey games. The University of Arizona Wildcats are champions of the Western Collegiate Hockey League. The West is the best and Arizona is the best. There you go. That's pretty slick, huh? Yeah, that's a good little call right there. He's uh uh, I know he's very instrumental, very passionate for U of A hockey. Um, one of the uh, original chicken crew that they had during the 90s uh, there at the TCC and was uh, uh, a leading, uh, just instrumental in bringing a lot of uh, attention to uh, U of A hockey, especially uh, with a lot of involvement from the uh, uh, Arizona uh, alumni that played there. He was, I, ha I had the pleasure of being there. Uh, in the building when they um, uh, retired the jersey number, I believe, for, uh, it's, uh, I think the, the fellow's name is Kelly Walker. And Tim was um, Tim was uh, instrumental in arranging uh, that night and uh, recognizing some great uh, Arizona hockey players from all the way back in the Ice Cats era. So uh, very, very sorry. We, you know, yeah, we talked about it last time. He, he and I, we butted heads sometimes because uh, – you know, he was focused on bringing the news to the Arizona folks, and uh, there were times when I had to, you know, represent the ACHA and focus on representing the ACHA's best interests. Yeah. Um, but uh, always uh, had an awful lot of uh, respect for for what he did. He 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 stepped up U of A's uh, game for sure in terms of uh, broadcast and uh, uh, the content and. Um, uh, it's what a, what an absolute shocker. So, uh, yeah, it, it was a shocker when I saw that. And, you know, as, as big as the hockey world is, it's a, it's a very close and small knit community. And, yep. uh, yep. you know, you, 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 we feel for those guys out there cause it's, and even, even in inside your own teams, you know, with me here with the Oklahoma guys and you, and you've been there before and you know, you've got the Arizona guys out there now and they're going through this and, and you're, you you can't help it. You get close to everybody that you're involved with. And, you know, so we, we're, we're thinking about those guys out there and, and hopefully they can get through it and, and uh, move on and, and win some hockey games. Yep. Yep. Well, and also it's just a quick short reminder that, um, you know, our time here on earth is very, very short, right. And, yep. um, and uh, so take time out of your day um, to tell the ones that you love, that you love them and uh, hug them and 
you know, uh, never miss up a, an opportunity to do that because you just never know. I mean, that's right. You, you would, you, you, you would, he would, Tim would have been one of the last ones I would have thought to, uh, have something yeah. terrible happen to him. And, uh, he's, you know, it's, it's just, it just sucks. So, uh, yeah, I feel, yeah, there's, yep, yep. There's, there's no doubt. You know, I was, I was, I was struggling last week with, um, cause my daughter's birthday is, is, uh, Friday and, you know, I was kind of back and forth on whether I was going to make the trip up to uh, UCO on Friday night for the, for the hockey game and all that. And I was back and forth and cause we're not having a birthday party till Saturday before. So I was kind of back and forth on it, you know, and then, and then I, I saw this and I was like, you know what? I was like, is, is as important as hockey games are. there's, there's far greater things out there and far, far more important things out there to take care of. So damn right. That's right. Damn right. So say, uh, say a prayer for, uh, Tim's wife, Sarah, and for, uh, their family and, uh, uh, for the U of a hockey team. And, um, uh, we wish, uh, we wish Tim well on his, uh, on his journey. Hopefully he's playing a lot of fuzz guitar. That's right. Uh, up there in the, uh, in the, in the, in the clouds of rock and roll. So, uh, all right. Hey, on that note, let's, uh, Andrew, let's cut this one short, huh? Yep. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. And, uh, no ting tings today. Let's, uh, let's leave here with a little marshmallow overcoat with, uh, Randy Love singing here. The, uh, the, uh, uh, Tim Gasson, the, uh, lead singer here for the marshmallow overcoat. Let's get out of here and we'll talk to you guys, uh, next week. Take care. We will. See you guys. (laughs) 